Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's happening? This is Tommy Bottles, Mr. Educated Dexter One on One, and I'm listening to Genesis Poetic High Open Mic with Radio Rail on OG Radio. Don't forget to come and pick up your What's up, everybody? It's your girl. I am Genesis with the Twisted Lips of Poetry, guys. Um, I know it's been a while. I have not been on here. Um, I've been busy. I have had some great things going on in my life. Um, Also, Radio Rail also has some great things going on in his life. He is also not here tonight. I just really want to come on here and do some announcements because it's been a while. And if you guys want to call in and, you know, 
spit some truth. You guys can um, make sure that you guys call in at 516-666-9826. Again, 516-666-9826. So um, anyway, so for some announcements, so as you guys already know, or if you don't know, Porter Copperson's Puff and Poetry has found its official spots. We had a grand opening. It was July 8th. Um, the Prince of Poetry came and performed for us, so yay to that. We also had our girl Prolific in the building. She came out and did her thing. She also was a guest at the first ever live Porter Copperson's Puff and Poetry show. So she's been definite fan supporters since day one so I really appreciate her for that and her set was absolutely beautiful it was amazing same with the Prince of Poetry he has a great spirit and he's traveling the world and just promoting poetry all over and it's just so beautiful seeing you know the new um, era of poetry from where it came from and where it's currently headed so I'm here for it all we out here spinning the truth speaking for the voiceless, you know, creating life. So that's always a great thing. Um, So, yes, we had the grand opening July 8th. The next show will be August 12th. August 12th, put in your calendars. Tickets are already up for purchase. We already have a guest speaker, a featured poet that's coming out. His name is Ben Ami. He's been around for a while. He does 365 days of poetry, Ben Ami. So he's always um, on a goal doing poetry, promoting poetry, living by poetry, living through poetry. And it's it's definitely um, a great a great start. So I'm um, I'm just really blessed right now and just, and very thankful and grateful for everything that's going on. The vision of God is coming to fruition, and I'm here for it for everybody. Everybody's eating. Um, Also, so now that it's the summertime, um, Zoetic Island, which is Z-O-E-T-I-C Island, I-S-L-A-N-D-L-O-C, is on Instagram. You can look it up on Instagram. You also can look it up on this site called Hip. Like H I P C A M P camp, hip camp. It's like an Airbnb. So if you guys are interested in camping, like fishing, sleeping under the stars, just like a staycation away from home, um, we have a location on the island in the middle of Fox Valley River in Aurora, Illinois. Um, it's called Zoetic Island. You can find it on Hip Camp. It is open and available for booking now. You guys can go on there and book away. Um, you guys will have to secure your own tents. Um, everything else pretty much is going to be supplied, like the fire pit, um, of course, the compost toilets and things like that. And you just pretty much have to bring that. If you want a bigger package deal, then we can discuss that further. Um, if you want to email Zoetic Island, Z O E T I C. Island I S L A N D dot L L C at gmail dot com. If you guys want to email us, you can. 
Um, if you have any questions pertaining to Zoetic Island, how to book it for camping, just go to Hip Camp or email me at that email um, for Zoetic Island. Um, currently, oh, I have some more stuff, but I want to go on a commercial break really quickly. So I don't know if uh, we can go ahead and play me out to some music to take a quick break. You need me 
Hey, that was Princess. Who who was that Miss AK? I don't even know who that was. I remember Zalia. But so many people have done a remake to that. Song. Uh, I got you. Oh. That was uh, Atticus, Atticus, Atticus Rose with the Carefree Roots. See, I got you covered. Okay, because I was like, what's going on? But, um, yes, they did a remake of the song, and I actually like it because I really like Aaliyah and everything that she stood for. However, thank you guys for um, all the support that you guys do for Porticai, OG Radio, you know, Porticai Thursdays, Porticai Puffin' Poetry, and I'm sure you guys have been also blessing me with you know, things for Zoetic Island. So I'm really appreciative of all those things. I also um, had my book tour that I was busy in the beginning of the summer um, promoting Thunderstorms were meant to be my friend all over Atlanta, Kentucky, Chattanooga, Tennessee. I was in New Orleans. So I've been moving around, so it has not been just, just and I still want to have this platform for people to call in, you know, spit their truth. Maybe we'll be switching with me and we can sit here and smoke and do some poetry together. Um, I've, I've really been um, seeing people for who they are lately. So let's, I want to talk about that lately because for me, I'm used to people, is it real? Like if a person says, hey, let me fix your crown, queen but then crumble it at the same time. Have y'all noticed that lately? Or am I the only one? Because I've I just been feeling like, you know, people, they, they, they don't, they're not genuine all the time, you know, and I feel like genuine people do exist in the world because I feel like I'm a really genuine person. And if I'm here, then I know somebody else <clears throat> at least like me in a lot of ways, you know, I just gotta, you know, eventually I'm gonna find them or they're gonna find me, but, you know, I still have hope because I know I'm a genuine person, but I've noticed, um, lately, like, um, people have not only been, um, happy, people have also not been so happy, so I've noticed as, you know, time has gone on with blessings and, um, bringing God's vision forth, Everybody's not going to be happy for you, and that's cool and all. But sometimes, you know, you can't you can't be like that because you don't know what that person been through to get where they at. It might have been awful. It may not even been worth it for that person, but you never know. So, you know, just never judge a book by its cover because I don't know what that person goes through, and the person don't know what I'm going through. So I always try to remember that, stay humble, stay prayed up. Stay grateful because, you know, this is a one-in-a-lifetime opportunity just to even be here on Earth and have the opportunity to um, grow and develop on a day-to-day basis. So I just appreciate that you have health. You know, people can see, hear, walk, have their limbs and things like that. And, you know, for the people that don't have those things, you still be grateful because you got breath in your body to have the experience to know what not having is like. And so they can give a testimony to other people that's out there thinking they're the only one. Trust me, you're not the only one. However, make sure you guys go and grab Thunderstorms. We're meant to be my friend. Um, it's on Amazon. You can go on Book Patch. You can also go on Barnes and Noble. Out on Plainfield Road, 
for a book market, I will be having another book signing there this month. By the end of this month, I will be uh, promoting it on my pages. Um, on IG, it's going to be 3YEM underscore Genesis. And on Facebook, it's going to be Genesis Silverman. So you guys got to check it out. I will be posting so you guys can come see me, get an autographed copy of the book, you know, check out some poems and also get the information on the next Puffin Poetry Show. I would really um, enjoy to see y'all come out. We had DJ um, Mr. AK in the building. We also had um, Radio Rail, of course. They usually rocking out all my shows and very supportive. And I appreciate them for that. So, you know, they came out and supported and did they think, even, they, even though they don't get on the mic and do poetry, we're going to share some poems tonight. Well, I'm going to share some poems tonight. We're going to be a, a, a Lexi Daisy night doing announcements. Because, you know, we haven't had the, the platform done in a while, so um, I don't know even what type of what type of night we're going to be doing, but I, I'm really I'm really thinking it's going to be like, you know, your worth or something to the effect of, you know, just to never give up and, and when you have self-doubt and you become like reborn or have like this euphoria thing and it's and it goes like this as I grow out my skin for maturity I begin to cleanse my skin that represents pain that tainted my pigmentation for years and I already to heal as I bleed out I cried out my loss I cried out my mistakes I cried out my pain, I'm ready to love again, but without my skin. I'm vulnerable, so I shed myself with bricks and surround myself with fire as the days turn into nights and the nights turn into days. Weeks turn into months and months turn into years and I begin to see the patches of skin grow from head to toe and those tears that once fell from my cheeks turned into power and see my skin had such a glow of happiness that the fire began to die. And the bricks began to fall one by one. See, my worth had been reborn in peace. So when people get through um, hard times or they are going through something, and just because you're going through something at that moment doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad life. It's just a bad day, and you can't coax everything that that you've been through into that one day just because it's a bad day. Everybody's meant to have bad days, and they're going to continue to um, have bad days because it's all about experience, and we definitely um, need to continue to understand the experience we have. Nobody else gets these types of opportunities. So be grateful for them and to know that you have worth. So with that being said, um, I'm going to read another poem. And I'm feeling like self-worth is what we're going to be pretty much discussing tonight. I've noticed like um, with with self-worth lately, before I was a very sad person for a long time, and I had reason to be sad. Some people have reason to be sad, and you can live in that sadness, or you can you grow from it. But anytime you parked in the dark, 
your roots settle in and you sprout eventually. And I feel like, you know, the foundations that you build eventually will sprout. But I know for one thing, if you stop, you'll never make it to the end. So I'm going to read this poem. Out of Thunderstorms was meant to be my friend. Please go check it out. Go grab it off of Amazon, you know. And um, we're going to get to it. And it's called uh, Self-Worth. As I prepare my self-worth for maturity, I peel the weakest limbs from the stem of myself, make space for the sweetest fruits of my labor to ripen, feed my roots with reassurance that the hustle was worth the struggle, that the gains I see in my selfies are real, not just pixelated. Snapchat filters here today, gone tomorrow. Watch me frame my positive self-image. Hashtag, look my, I made it. Hashtag, look how I remade myself. Hashtag, loving myself isn't selfishness. Hashtag, fuck you for judging me anyways. As I prepare myself worth for maturity, I scrape my empedurpus of dagger. I forge from the fire of tribulations. Watch me peel away the layers of dead skin that weighed me down for years. Dead skin stretched and tattooed with the pain of I let you dress me in a straight jacket of pain that restricted my growth. Couldn't escape because a kind man wouldn't let go. Now calm me down and watch me grow. In peace. Thank you guys for listening to that. I hope you guys call in at 516-666-9826. Make sure you guys are calling in. We're about to take another break, a music break. Um, and I'm going to roll me up one real quick, and we'll be back shortly.
I think we're. I think I'll be hosting a fight party 
for the Terrence Crawford, Bud Crawford and the Harold Spence fight. So I'll be hosting a party with my Parlay family. Uh, everybody know who the Parlay is. If y'all didn't know, the Parlay is a proud sponsor of OG Radio. So if y'all didn't know that yet, so we do have, you know, sponsorship for OG Radio. So shout out to the Parlay, sponsor OG Radio. You know, they definitely... Uh, show us so much love and you know they shout us out on the parlay so um, that is a show that is a boxing show consisted of Kendall Gill uh, uh, 12-time NBA All-Star NBA vet you know what I'm saying Kendall Gill from Chicago Um, he played with so many teams Uh, Charlotte he played with New Jersey Uh, he is currently the commentator for Chicago Sportsman so if y'all ever watch uh, any of the Bulls games, uh, that is that is the Kendall Gill I'm talking about that we are affiliated with, man. So shout out to him supporting what we do, and like I said, we support everything that he does. So yeah, if y'all ever see any fight parties that y'all see him putting together, you know that I'm behind all that. I don't like telling people that, but I am behind all that. So, um, and he should. Do. He be so you know. modest. <laughs> and then he also has marketing for OG Radio. Yeah, we have a marketing department too for OG Radio as well. So we right. also help Modest. small business owners. We have big business owners. We have artists uh, market themselves because a lot of you guys, uh, business owners, they either don't have the time to market themselves or mm-hmm. they just don't know what they're doing. And that's not a knock because I get a lot of people who feel some type of way. When I tell them they either don't know how to do it properly or they just don't have the time. And people feel like I'm hating on you. Like, no, I'm not hating. I'm really trying to help you. Because I do have a certificate did you, for did you, uh, marketing. Speaking of hating, did you see what I sent you guys? Yeah, I saw that. And um, I've had how to go back and watch it? it twice. And I just feel like some people either go on social media for attention to bring attention to whatever they're marketing. It's, that's a, that's like one of the cases of bad marketing when you try to down somebody else to make yourself look good. And this is also a tactic that has been done like with, like I'll just give y'all an example. Like that is done, like let's say it's you, like it's guys out and it's always, it's always one guy who will downplay one of his guys who girls are feeling to get that girl or it may be a chick who you know okay it's gonna sound bogus but sometimes you may see a pretty girl hang out with a whole bunch of ugly girls why because she know that since she's the cutest she gonna get the most attention so it's not her hating on her friends she just understands that I'm always going to stand out if I can walk around with the ugly girl. They may not be as pretty as her. They may, some of them may not be ugly, but that is also a sort of, a sort of like, hate. Like, you marketing yourself like, oh, she's the cutest one out the bus, so you going to give her the attention. Instead of, you know, somebody really figuring out, like, who, who the other person is. So I felt like what she was really trying to do was really just hate on what you built as far as poetic high and all that stuff. All she went, all she came in there to do was see what she could hate on, see what that she could talk about that people be like, oh yeah, that is that that's bad, that's bad, this that's bad, that like try to down somebody else's business, and I feel like in Chicago, whether it's whatever whatever form of entertainment, there's always that sense of somebody hating on somebody, 
to make themselves look good. And that's one of the reasons why a lot of things in Chicago don't move like it's supposed to. Or a lot of things don't get the credibility that it should because people look at that from other cities and be like, why would I even rock with her if she going to hate on her for just putting together a show? Okay, it's cool to critique. It's cool to, you know, you know, give your opinion on how it is. But sometimes you can hear when it's criticism or it's, and you can also sometimes hear when it's just somebody hates or it's just somebody trying to make sure they point out all the bad stuff. And then on the back end, try to be like, well, but I do this and I do that. This is why y'all should rock with me. And that's not good a promo because it's like, if you gonna down somebody about they flaws, then what you, like what you what you got going on? It's like for real, like you look at it like okay. So people are going to start to look at your business, and the first thing they gonna do is point out your flaws. So I feel like she went about how she was trying to promote herself the wrong way because that's not how you promote yourself. You don't just, you know, go after or try to attack somebody else's business or brand to make yourself look good. Now, I know it is a competitive market out there, and I understand what, you know, it's competitive, but it's also, it's always a way to do things a respectful way, and I feel like she didn't do it in a respectful way um, because she just, like, literally went out to downplay y'all and try to make people not want to come to an event because of some of the stuff she said she saw and she experienced it. For her to do that, I feel like she didn't have to go on social media to do that. Like, for me or for anybody, if if I really rock with you and I see some things that's not right about what you're doing, I'm going to, like, send you a DM or I might call you or I might say, hey, let's have a meeting real quick. I love what you're doing, but this one thing right here is going to hurt but I'm not going to tell the world the information I'm giving you. I'm just going to give you the information so you can use it for yourself. And I feel like a lot of people do that. Like, don't get me wrong, social media is a competitive industry where, you know, 10 seconds of fame, two minutes of fame. Like when Vine was out, a lot of people was on Vine killing it. And then once they had to do content longer than 20 seconds or 30 seconds, it was kind of like, I don't want to listen to them no more. Like Instagram now. You know, they kept extending the minutes because so many people were being funny. So it's like now people have to find new ways to be funny, like or new ways to do poetry, new ways to do music, to where they get it out quicker, to where people just like, okay, cool, I like it, I got the little snippet. Like it's a smart thing that people do with the TikTok challenges, where people take somebody's song, create a dance, whatever. Like that's good marketing, but it's right. just a competitive thing all across the board so I didn't like it how she tried to attack your you know what I'm saying your, your your show and what you do and I feel like number one she could have came to you in the in a DM or or somewhere private and just like yo sis I love what you do I love what you do for the culture but these are some of the things that may hurt what you're doing and I didn't want to just come out and say it like that. I didn't want to look like I was hating. It's just like I love what you're doing. I want to see. I want to see you grow, but this may hurt your growth. You know what I'm saying? So it's ways to to give criticism and give people love and respect. And it's ways to where you just you just being a hater. That's all I'm saying. Sometimes just being a hater. You know. 
Well, I figured, you know, you, you've been in the game for a long time. You ain't got no reason to hate on the new people. And then, you know what I can't stand when motherfuckers say, oh, hey, queen, and, you know, you're supposed to fix my crown, not crumble that bitch. Like, that motherfucker just, like, yeah. that's how I felt, like, watching that, you know, because I really looked up to that person, and I really mm-hmm. was like, you know, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, you really felt that way about me? Like, I... And, you know, the crazy thing with what they said was, because I'm looking at it as, if I can't afford you, I can't afford you. Like, poets are not in the same category as, like, R&B stars and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Beyonce Mm -hmm. and shit like that. So we're trying to create the narrative to have that for poets out here so their teachers can be, like, Fifty thousand dollars to come out to do one feature. You know what I'm saying? That's in the future. You're mm-hmm. trying to, I mean, I'm sure Maya Angelou and stuff like that. But that's not a common thing for poets. And the fact that you know prices at the door for poetry or whatever like that that pays for like the poets and things like that. And a lot of times, like if we, there is legendary poets in the building and whatnot, I do not like to call them on the stage because I don't feel like I'm deserving of that to call them on the stage because I don't have the money to pay for what they deserve, exactly. what they're worth. That's what I'm exactly. looking at most of the time. People give me their price, and I've told a poet before, like, it was too high for Poetica's budget, and I'd be like, hey, I'll be back. You know what I'm saying? Give me a few months, and then I could pay for you or something like that. But I'm not going to disrespect you and want you to do some labor or some performances for free, you know? That was just never my exactly. time. I thought I was being respectful, but I guess to them, they felt like it was disrespect. But to me, it's like, shit, I can't afford, you know, uh, over a thousand dollars for a, a poet to come out. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially just starting out. Right. So that's mm-hmm. one of the I feel like you can work your way up to that. I feel like you can work your way up exactly. to that because, oh, don't get me wrong, there's times where, you know, I'm doing what I'm doing and somebody be like, oh, it cost me this much to come out and do this. I'm like, for me, it's sometimes like I find I find a way to do it myself. But sometimes it's like, okay, what's exactly. your, I ask months in advance, like, what's your budget? Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, yo, exactly. if I can't do and it, I'm going to tell you right off the back, I can't do it. And I've had people come tell exactly. me when, as a DJ, like, bro, I can't afford you. Okay, cool. Now, if I feel like right, I respect, respect what you're doing, and I say, you know what, if it's somebody who I respect and somebody who I really genuinely want to help, I'd be like, yo, you know, Okay, let's 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 negotiate. You. Let me I'll see what it. you can do. Mm-hmm. But if I tell you I can't negotiate, I'm not coming out of a disrespect. But I feel like a lot of times, and it's gonna sound I don't want to say petty, but this is how like with sometimes with us black folks, we feel like when it comes to supporting somebody's business, the first thing we're thinking about is getting a discount. And I feel like that's gotta stop because. It's exactly, because so we don't give discounts for the white people. We we don't give discounts to nobody. I feel like it's a lot of times where somebody asks like, oh, I could have did that for this, or I would have just showed you some love. I'm like, no, because I love what you do and I respect what you do. I'm not going to say, hey, I need a discount. I'm not going to come at you. Like, if I don't have your, if I don't have the money for your services, I don't want a discount. I'm never walking to anybody's establishment looking for a discount. Now, if you try to give me the discount and you do it and I don't know it, then okay, fine. That's cool. I've had situations where, yes, person that was doing my head wasn't charging the same for me, for other people. And I didn't know that. 
I was just yep. paying whatever she told me to pay. I'm paying it. I'm not asking no question, nothing like that. But that same person came back to me and said, yo, I got to charge you this price now. I said, cool. She's like, you cool with it? Yes, because I respect what you do. Regardless if it's you retwisting my head, whatever it is, I respect your business. If, if I'm coming to buy something from you, whether you're selling T-shirts, socks, incense, I'm not I'm just asking you what the price is. Whatever the price is, if I can mm-hmm. afford it, I'd afford it. Even if it's me just buying one, I'm going to respect your price. And I feel like a lot of people, number one, if they cool with you, they think automatically they get the discount or they go, they, you're going to look out for them. And that's, that's not respect. I feel like respect is if you genuinely rock with somebody and you're doing it from, like, the kindness of your heart or whatever like that, then whatever you decide that you want to do it for, whether it's for for money or it's not for money, that's on you to decide for the person you're working with. But you can't get mad and not risk and disrespect somebody's price because you feel like it's too high. I said, and you're right, just like you said, like you would go to Tom Ford and 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 Polo and Gucci and, and don't care. And and go brag about how much your Gucci belt costs or your products cost or whatever like that. But we had our own company, FUBU, and people was laughing to other people for wearing it. Like before it went out of sale, people were like, you wearing FUBU? I said, but I said, so you don't support black people? Yeah. So what you laughing at me for wearing FUBU for? And this is a black-owned business. So that means you don't support I, I was telling people that. You don't support black-owned business. I told somebody. If I still had a FUBU shirt, bro, I probably still wear it. And somebody was like, bro, we'd laugh at you. I'd be like, but I said, but do you support black business? Yeah. I said, but you're going to laugh at me for wearing something that a black person created and built their own. I said, that's what I mean when I say I shop black. I try to shop as black as I can all the time. Not to just be on something because I feel like saying it now. It's just I really try to do that. But if I can't, then no, nah, I just don't. It's just. And it's also how people carry themselves as a business person. That's why I tell people I do market. I have a marketing department. I can help you market yourself better. I'm not saying it to be disrespectful to you. I'm just saying it because sometimes people have to own up to saying I don't. I don't have knowledge of that because people get offended when you tell them something they don't know instead of them being respectful. Like yeah, I ain't know that. Okay, put me on game. They're like, oh, you you think you know everything. It's like, no, out of respect. Exactly. I don't want to see you fail. This is how this game goes. So I'm trying to help you I out. Study this. Exactly. And and I feel like a lot of people really read a lot of things wrong when it comes to taking criticism. And for me, taking criticism is easy. I feel like for a lot of people, it should be easy if you love what you do. You gonna you gonna understand when somebody's being genuine. You gonna understand when somebody's being like fake or whatever like that. So, um, like well, everybody for, doesn't for the, know me like that here. Well, yeah, but you know, in due time, people will respect the business enough to know who you are as a business person when it comes to that. So, you will get people who will help you unconditionally. And just do it because they see your vision. They like, true, I see the vision. Go ahead, do you. Like, regardless of what I got going on or whatever we work out, I see the vision. So I'm not, what, what, I'm not worried about what I'm benefiting from. I'm worried about the outcome, and I want to see it grow. 
and some people understand that and some people don't but when you tell somebody you don't like like i ain't got your budget if somebody tell me that i take that as a respect because you respect me enough to respect my price and not try to not just come out out the gate and just try to lowball me because if like when you came at those poets they should have felt some type of respect like man i really appreciate her because she's respecting my price she's respecting my hustle enough to say hey look i don't have that in my budget i'm not gonna stretch myself thin i got this if you can work with this then that's cool if you can't don't worry about it but at the end of the day when somebody tells when you tell somebody hey you know i ain't i ain't got it or i i can't i can't meet that budget the person should feel some type of respect because nine times out of ten when 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 you somebody tell the price you're gonna be like chris rock and i'm gonna get you suckers like they love that lot of money how about for a dime you let me you know what i'm saying eat the sauce off you know what i'm saying you don't try to negotiate exactly. you down. Like, how about you pull the soda in my hand for a dime? Like, you know, try to budget you like that. But but that shows that they don't respect what you're doing. They just, it, they feel like you so desperate for your business to grow that you would take whatever somebody gives you instead of getting your worth and what you deserve and what you work hard for. So people will always try to see if you desperate enough to just take whatever somebody gonna give you because they feel like oh her business ain't doing that she'll take whatever little bread we give them whatever little bread she'll take because of what's going on with her business but if 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 they see that you're just not gonna take any little change or they can negotiate you down off your price they like oh no that person really believe in what they're doing because she ain't just or he ain't just taking the first little number they get thrown out so it's a lot of give and take being an entrepreneur and being in this game for as long as I have. Genesis, Genesis, I can honestly say I've seen the growth in a lot of stuff that you've done. Like the poetic highs, like I've seen the growth in it. You know, even when I wasn't even a part of it at first. I saw the vision and I saw the growth. And then I saw how, you know, you every every event got bigger and bigger and bigger and better and better. And now it's to the point where it's, now you have your own building to where you can really, you can put some roots in the ground and really and build this into more than just doing poetic guys. Now you can really think like a businesswoman and be like, you know what? We can also do this. We can also do this. We, it's a lot of things we can do now. So people will respect what you're doing because they see that you're not just doing poetic guys. You're not just doing Zodiac Island. And it's so much more to you to where people be like, you know what? Now I see her vision. You know what I did? Could probably come at her wrong. You may have some people who came at you, not sideways, but, you know, kind of not 100% behind the dream. Now they're going to respect what you're doing. And now it's like, okay, cool. Yeah, we can talk. So it's like it, it grows. Yeah. And, people, and people, you know, people people get scared from two things. From contracts, when 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 you pull out a contract and show somebody a contract, yeah, and when you start we start talking about budgets, when those two things come into play, that lets me know who's a real business person. And those people, don't get me wrong, I would love to do business with them, but if I know I can't, I just can't. I, I'm not gonna be mad. It's like I see that you're not ready for this other side of this industry because 
when you start dealing with the high price people, the the mega stars, mm-hmm. you ne- you're never going to sit in the room and talk to them people. You're never going to have a face to face with them people. You ain't gonna never negotiate with the people. You gonna talk to two a lawyer, some 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 other ANRs or or whoever they road manage. You never gonna talk to that person face to face. They gonna negotiate through the third party. You just gonna talk to the third party. So when people start realizing that's how they work, then they gonna feel different because they gonna feel a certain type of way. Thinking like, oh, they acting funny or they acting Hollywood. No, that's business. Because they, if they believe in what you're doing, yeah, they sit down face to face with you. If they believe in what they what you're doing and they busy, they go send they the most person they trust. Like, all right, well, look, I rock with them, but I just ain't got the time to go. Do take care of the business. Hey, this is what I want in the contract. If they cool and they down, sign it. We rolling. So, yeah, I wouldn't. I would, my advice to you is I would not get frustrated with people who either try to down what you're doing or try to like negotiate with you about what you can and can't do as far as budgeting, and then just keep just keep dealing with the people who you feel are genuine. And it's always gonna be some people you least expect. So. I would say just keep doing you and don't worry about, you know, people who just going on blogs and talking. They they and what the real thing is with that is they probably like, yo, she getting so much traffic. If I say something negative, the people that supporting her gonna jump on and they gonna argue with me. They ain't gonna do but boost my number. So it's a strategy behind it. So don't it's probably not even no real no real beef. She just probably like you you know, my star is kinda dimming. And hers is glowing. So let me jump on that star and relight my own star and relight my flame to where I can use hers. And you just got to make sure that you don't let nobody doubt your fire. That's all I'm saying. Because, <laughs> you know what you know would be the worst feeling? And I, I'm going to keep saying this, but I'm going to be authentic about it. You know, when you look up to somebody... Or think of somebody as like this, just like, dang, you know, one day like, I'm going to be able to flow like that. Like, you know, for the longest time, mm-hmm. I could never memorize my poetry. And I used to be so embarrassed about it. Like, and I would just keep going to open mics, keep going to keep practicing. I started going to workshops. That's how I knew, like, it was more than just a, you know, hobby. It was more like a passion, like a love. Like I right. learned to do it often, so I knew that's like what I wanted to do, and like a gift from God. Like that's what when you feel when you understand what your purpose is or what you're supposed to be doing. Like speaking mm-hmm. for the voiceless, and if and you know you have those right. prophets that come out that God sends, and then you got those people that's gonna throw a little shade, a tree, or whatever in there. But I just realized, you know. I, you know, my reflection on life may look completely different to somebody else's, and that person know me, and right. I don't really know that person. But as I say, I'm always trying to change the dynamics of poetry to make it a bigger, you know, mainstream type of deal. You know, eventually we get there, like where it's coming. But you know, those legendary poets paved the way for us, as you know, the younger generation, as I'm going to do for the people that come behind me. And that's my job. And then we die. So that's what, for me, it was just kind of heart, hurtful, to say the least, right. about, you know, a person just not, um, 
you know, pulling you to the side more so, like I said, crumbling mm-hmm. your crown and instead of adjusting yeah. that motherfucker. So exactly. I, I, I just, that kind of really kind of rubbed me a little bit. But then I was like, you know, it is cool, you know, great criticism. So from that, what I received in a positive way, like I really need mm-hmm. to have motherfuckers accolades together. Like that can't, that, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I'll make sure I get everybody's bios and, Make sure things like that. But I, it, it's been, you know, somebody just asks me how I'm doing sometimes. When you ask some of the people that's, like, you consider strong, like, hey, how you doing? Those words mm-hmm. alone just means the world sometimes because you can have, like, a million and one things going on in your mind. Like, people mm-hmm. don't really think, like, you got Zoetic Island, you got kids, you got Poetic car, you got books, you got, you know, so many different avenues, like, you know, and you're still trying to give mm-hmm. back to the community by, like, right now we got, we're on the show right now, and we're doing Poetic High Thursday so people come, spit some poetry, mm-hmm. speak their truth, you know, and talk about life and things like that just to get some things off their chest. But right. the platform is open for people to come, get the information of the streets, you know, so they can go out. Yeah, so, I feel like that's that's a great space for people. And sometimes it takes people a minute to open up because I know for how I speak for certain people, I speak for myself. I say a lot of times people are scared to open up because the people they open up to may use that as ammunition. And, yeah, it sounds bogus, right. it sounds messed up, but sometimes that really happens. It may They may not say nothing today or tomorrow, but it may come up in an argument. It may come up any way. That it that it come up, it comes up, and you feel like when you tell somebody something and you really going through it, and then they use it against you, you kind of like, wow, really? That's how you look at me? Like you really, you don't really rock with me because if you really did, you wouldn't use nothing I came to you emotionally and just like really like opening up to you, and you gonna use it against me? It's like yeah, you wasn't really for me in the first place. The first moment you decided to. Say something to me. You you was ready to cut me open, so it's like it, it's hard to you know say stuff like that. So I feel like this space that you created is a safe space because people can create a poem for what they're going through, and it, it, it they ain't even got to put their name in it. They ain't gotta. They can be creatively getting what they need off their chest, just like rappers. They create a way and they put in the words. To where that whatever they really going through, they can get off their chest without having to literally say, "I am going through this. I'm going through this. I'm going through." It's like, no, nah, I'm gonna just. It's gonna come out as a story. My story is this. My story is that. And I feel like sometimes that story get lost because instead of people telling their stories, it's cool to tell somebody else's story, but at the same time, it's like it ain't always what you should be doing. But people, people see. People moving, they like, oh, you got all this stuff going on, you happy. That don't mean nothing. <laughs> right. Not a thing. Not a thing. A lot of stuff be going on, and I call it the background noise. You yeah. Know? And you still got to focus on, you know, your present moment. You can't always be thinking yeah. about five years, three years down the road. You present moment. Right. You can't be in the past. At all, but you knowing like, dang, I did that was back then. I got it, you know. Now it's catching up with me, whatever the case may be. Yeah. 
So it's all these physical things and, and um, earth that's and messing with you, your spiritual warfare. It's so many things that we deal yeah. with on the on the day to day basis. That you know, I get, I forgive people and give all love back to them, but you know, I'm giving them the negative energy back. So mm-hmm. I'm just I be tr- I be really trying to consume my peace for myself and share it. Like right now, I'm on a journey of like every year I'm releasing butterflies. So I got these mm-hmm. monarchy butterflies. Go look it up, y'all. It is monarchy butterflies. They are going extinct. You guys need to be trying to grow some milkweed out there. Milkweed, milkweed is a, a tough uh, plant to grow, but if we all stick together and start just growing just one all over, you know, we can make a a, a huge difference. Um, so I'm learning to do the milkweeds, and then I'm also growing them myself. And every year I release the butterflies on the island, so... You know, Zodiac Island is going to be offering um, butterflies um, to be able to release, and they can be like give wishes. So each butterfly has a name, like creativity, prosperity, abundance, stuff like that. That I name them. I personally like nurture them myself. Um, if you go on my page, you will see like three Y E M underscore Genesis, like the first book in the Bible. Please read your Bible if you do not know how to spell Genesis, please. Um, so yeah, just just make sure that you go ahead and check that out and grow some milkweed and release some butterflies coming soon. Um, what else? I think that was pretty much. It when it came to the island and the trees got shut down. If you guys like camping, please go to hipcamp.com. Okay, it's like an Airbnb for campers. I'm um, trying to get into the glamping field as well. So you all want to come out and camp? You know, uh, Mr. AK, do you camp? I used to when I was a kid. I did. I really used to. But but you know what? I'm definitely gonna um, talk to one of my coaches. Because he wants to do a camping trip with his 13U football team. He wants to do like a uh, camp and then he like do a, like real camping. I don't know if you want to be outside, outside like that, or they want to be like, you know how they got campgrounds where they got the where they got the room like the actual like rooms they could go into like like little like camp area. I don't know if they want to be outside with the like you know outside outside, but uh, I'm going to look into it and see if they down to use your island, you know, because they got a whole, they, they want to do like a foot, they want to like do practice in the morning and then do some other stuff. He want them to get away from social media, want them to get off their phones. And I was really, I was like, you know what, bro, that's a good idea. Because he was like, he want to get his kids yeah. back focused. Like, yo, you know, all this success, but we want to be focused on the season. And, you know, so I was really like, you know what, bro, I'm, I like that idea, and he just trying to find. I, I, I like I said, I had to get more details for you, but I just feel like what he was trying to do was real good because it makes sense. Because he was like, yeah, these kids, they social media. That's all they do. They always on social media. He's like, I want to see what, what these who these kids are when they ain't on their phone. Like, I want to talk to them. Like, see, you know, see what makes them tick. What they think about, you know. 
you know, stuff that's going on in their home that they feel like they can't talk to. Maybe they, they'll open up at this camp. So I was telling them I'm behind them, bro. I'm like, yo, however I can help, I'm going to try to help, man. You know, I don't know how, but like I say, I always, when it comes to people I believe in, it's like I'm going to help any way I can. I don't know how it's going to be or how I'm going to be able to help you, but I'm going to try to figure something out either me putting you in the right situation with the right people or it's, you know, however I can help somebody, I try to do it. But I just feel like um, at the end of the day, camping is, like I, like I said, I, I did it. My grandfather had an RV. So we just slept in the RV. We didn't sleep outside the grass and all that. We just really just uh, slept in the RV. Like we did the, the you know, the s'mores and with fishing and all that other stuff. But we slept in like an RV. And then, like, one of my other friends, they did, like, something at a campground where they had, like, a, you know, like a lodge where they went and slept at the lodge. Everybody had their own room. And then they did all the camp stuff, yeah. so, like, camping outside. So, like I said, I don't know if they want to do the full, like, real outside camp building tent thing or they want the lodge situation. So, I will definitely get back to you on that. Yes, it's hipcamp.com. Again, hipcamp.com. I'm the host. I'll let you know if you guys are interested. Zoetic Island is in Aurora, Illinois. You guys definitely got to check it out. It's a sight to see. So, you know, um, Mr. AK still ain't been out there yet. I'm, I'm going to get out there, yeah. I'm going to get out there. I'm going to get out there. Yeah. Like I said, my, my, my car situation will be fixed in, in, but by the end of beginning of August. So I'm just getting my, I'm getting some things together, like you said. I'm on a I'm on a journey too to get you know a lot of things that I need to get together together, um, like not just work wise, not just be physical, you know, staying healthy, but more like for me, I feel like it's more a mental, spiritual thing for me. Like I feel like me, my mental sometimes takes the biggest hit for me because I feel like for me, I've I've seen what not to do as a man so much and always heard like be, playing football for so many years like you just build this I'm not saying like all football players but I'm just saying like most of us like we build this hard shield around us because we're supposed to just be superior athletes we're supposed to show no emotions we're supposed to do it's a lot that we're not supposed to do we're not supposed to cry we're not supposed to show emotion I do not all that but I tell people with when you see teams win national championships or win high school championships or they win NFL championships or NBA championships, they cry. What's the first thing these dudes start thinking? They start crying. And it's like, why do y'all always be hard for so long? Do y'all? I said, because you want to know why. We think about the journey that we went through to get to that point, like all the sacrifices we made. So, like, late nights we had to stay up, work out, do, like, whatever it is you did to sacri- that you sacrificed to get to that point. And you think about, you know what, everything we went through, it paid off us to, like, win everything, win the championship, be considered the best team, and then win it. Or just everybody doubted us, and then somehow someone we made to the championship and won. It's like, when when you got all that built up, like, like this testosterone and just will to win, when you finally, like, win, reach that goal, yes, you're going to be like, I'm bad. I did it. And you're going to think about everything it took for you to get there, and you're just going to be 
it's like almost just an accomplishment. Like, oh man, we did it. Like, and you can let the emotions out because some people do wear their emotions on their sleeve or they play with their emotions, and that's a great thing. I tell my kids, don't ever, you know, I'm never. I tell my kids like, don't feel like you can't show emotion. Like, show your emotion. Let me know when you're upset. Let me know when you something wrong. Let me know, you know, when you do a when you make a good play. Scream, yell, do whatever. Just don't get no flag thrown on you. Like, let your emotions out. Don't keep them in. Like, it's okay to let them out. If you mad, be, say you mad. I'm mad. I'm going to allow you or I'm going to, to do something for you to help you get that emotion out. Whether it's if we playing football, I'm going to allow you to, if you, like, somewhere where you can let your anger out. Like, I'm going to give you something to let that anger out in a controlled space. So, of course, you got to have the I had to like learn. I guess I had to tell myself I had to relearn how to coach because I went from coaching fourteen you like fourteen year old kids like halfway to high school to like grown kids, and now I was coaching a little five year and I had to like teach myself patience. I had to like literally like if people don't know when you have a five or a six year old and you're trying to get them teach them something, everything is a distraction. If a butterfly fly, fly across one of their face and two of them see it, they all see it. And I don't know what this is, the genesis, you got to see it. Why is it when you ask one kid if they got to go to the bathroom, every kid around them all of a sudden got to go to the bathroom? I ask. I don't know. I need you to bring some of that over here because my son refuses to be potty trained, yo. He's, huh. This one's right here. Yeah, this one's like right. literally, like been. for real. I can literally tell one kid. We could be somewhere at a game. They could be like three hours before the game starts. Y'all gotta go to the bathroom? No. Thirty minutes later, you better go to the bathroom. Yes. One kid go, and I just just stop it. You know what? Who else gotta go to the bathroom? Go, and it be the whole team. I'll be like, why? Why are y'all waiting? Like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> Like, you knew you had to go to the bathroom. Why did you have to wait for somebody else to say they had to go to the bathroom? Now you got to go to the bathroom. Like, why? And it's, it's just so it's funny to me because... Everybody's going to the bathroom, like, at one time. Exactly. It's like, I got, like, when they, they were five, because they're, they're nine now. So they were five, and literally, we had to take, literally, stop practice and take a bathroom break. And the parents just thought it was the cutest thing. I was like, this ain't cute. This is not cute. I am irritated. <laughs> And I had to, and like I said, that's when I had to train myself. I had to, like, literally, mentally, spiritually, I had to retrain myself. Like, they're babies. Allow them to be babies. They're, they're five and six years old. Allow them to be five and six. The way you right. want to coach they them, a lifetime to be grown. It's like we literally had to come up with games to coach these kids. Like, we had to, like, if we wanted to teach them something, we had to put it into a like a, a game form. Like it, it was it was funny, and the parents said it was cute, but it was like that's what we had to do. And to be honest, me not being able to coach some kids this summer, and finally going to be able to coach, and I, I finally got a chance to coach them at Soldier Field at the Bears Stadium. I realized like these kids are my balance, like. I understand I got work, I do, like, all this stuff, marketing, all that stuff. But I literally, literally sat there and thought, like, after I got done coaching the kids, like, 
all the other stuff I was worried about, like all the stress, like of life and stuff I was going through. Like I didn't even care about that. Like why was I out there with them, just coaching them? Exactly, and, and that's how I feel about poetry. You know yeah. Mm. And they just was crazy because, like they, like the first thing they did when they first saw me, like, where you been at, coach? You you just say you don't know us no more, and it was kind of like, okay, y'all funny. But after that, I was like, well, y'all know what time it is. They're like, yeah, we do. I'm like, okay, let's get it. And they, every <laughs> single word, like when I got back to coaching them and them hearing me yell, it was almost like, all right, we got coached back in the middle of the week, good. Because one of the parents came to me and she said, she was like, when you when you, when you have a, your presence you got there, she's like, it's a dick. It's a difference. And and that's again when it when it comes to that, like you have to know. You have to know what your purpose is or you eventually figure it out, whatever's pulling you close. And I'm already knowing that poetry and Zodic Island that's not for me. That's from God. And I don't care what nobody says because none of this stuff was ever expected. Like, none of it. However, for the cast, August 12th, guys, August 12th is going to be another Puff and Poetry at Poetic High's new official spot, guys. You got to come and check it out. Check my page. Make sure you follow me at 3YEM underscore. Genesis, like the first book in the Bible. Um, make sure you guys go to Genesis Silverman on Facebook, as well as uh, I'm trying to do like a TikTok. It's a three y e m underscore Genesis as well on TikTok. Um, I don't really be on there yet, but we're getting it together. Um, and of course, yeah, I got it together. Yeah, I got it together. <laughs> we got it so together. Bad. What happened there? Okay. So I don't know why it do that. It's like it just drops the call like after a while. The call after a while. I'm feeling bad. I'm feeling bad. But it's all right. I got to go. But it's all right. I got to go. <laughs> it's about to go off anyway. It's cool. I'm actually. I know. Guys, we I got really like just, ten minutes. We got like ten minutes. Right. I really just kind of did a show tonight because it's been a while since I've done a show. But I just really wanted to let everybody know why it's been a while. You know, I was on book tour for Thunderstorms and Mentally My Friends. I've been very much so proactive in promoting the book as much as possible, doing street poetry, something that I've never done. And I've come so comfortable with doing street poetry. It feels amazing. You know how people stand outside and play drums or whatever like that in the train station like literally I was doing stuff like that which was really pretty cool I really opened myself up to new possibilities and pushing myself beyond the point of like fear because they say the greatest things live on the other side of fear and I learned that when I had jumped out of a plane but that's that's another story for a different time but yeah, I've that's been on the yeah that's day. dangerous <laughs> Yeah, parachute, yeah. But I live to talk about it. And that's what I'm saying. And I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. 
But that's with anything, though, just the same way with becoming a coach, promoting your business, and becoming successful and what comes with being successful, learning to balance that with your family and things of that nature. So it's it's more to it than just being successful, looking like, looking like, feeling like. You have to have them all together or it's not going to work. You're right. You got to be balanced. You're right. So, you know, I say that to say, like, you know, I really enjoyed myself. I stepped out of my comfort zone. I had the best experience ever. I traveled um, with the book tour and really just promoted myself. And, you know, you, I tell people, you are your own brand. Hear me out. You exactly. are a brand. Exactly. You walk around with Nike on. You walk around with Jordan on, promoting this other great person because you see they like so well. Jordan ain't paid uh, none of your bills. Name one of them, okay? But you got to pair his shoes in your house right now, just promoting him, purchasing his stuff, paying for that beautiful house he lives paying for those beautiful cars that he drives. And, you know, and it's an amazing thing that you're helping other people out, but you got to keep going. I don't know what's going on. We are having some technical difficulties. I don't know that. I don't know that. You've been listening to Poetic High on OG, uh, on OG Radio, Poetic High Thursday night. Um, I believe yeah. we about to get yeah. us out of here because the technical yeah, difficulties are. are sounding yeah, we are. technical. It's crazy. Um, it's crazy. <laughs> crazy. Um, make sure you guys follow me at 3YEM underscore Genesis, like the first book in the Bible, or Genesis Silverman on Facebook. Um, please make sure you guys come get your tickets for Portic Hoppers Puff and Poetry August 12th. And also go to Zoetic Island, Z-O-E-T-I-C Island. Um, Hip Camp um, is available for booking or camping. Yes, you can fish out there, yo. Yes, you can. Um, is, is there Baller. anything other than that? Uh, like I said, uh, uh, just keep continuing to voicemail um just letting you know that i did touch down in miami we got a few shows to do out here some press, and then we're heading out to atlanta next got a couple shows out there and then we're going to touch down in chicago you know i can't wait to see you i feel like we've been playing phone tag and the text messages not the same i miss you so much you know that I really miss you, babe. I love you. I've been counting down the days since we've last seen each other. And it's killing me. These phone conversations just ain't working no more. No. I 
can send you photos, videos all day But it's nothing like the real thing when you're right up in my face Boy, if I never needed you before My body's calling for you, yeah I want you to make love to me in the backseat of this car Just the reality of your body touching mine is consuming my thoughts oh. I didn't spend a good amount of days Thinking of all the ways I can have you I gotta have you, boy If I never needed you before My body's calling for you, yeah Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.